0: Welcome to Revolutionary Women. My name is Tess Silverman. Women around the world are constantly creating ways to make a difference in their communities, and today's guest is no exception. My guest today is Dina Haryana. Despite her rough childhood situation, Dina managed to win respectable scholarships, first as a one-year exchange student, AFS, in Delaware, USA, during her teenage years, as well as a scholarship from IKIP Jakarta for a university study. The last one was a scholarship to do her master's degree in English language teaching in Warwick University, UK, from the British Council. Before founding Sijiwa Foundation, Dina worked in several companies and as a lecturer in her alma mater. She had passion in training and developing human resources, which led to forming Business Dynamics, a training and consulting company serving national and international corporations. Business Dynamics focused on developing leaders, managers, supervisors, and workers to create a positive work environment in order to improve productivity. While managing Business Dynamics, Dina founded Sejiwa Foundation to address the increasing number of student debts due to hazing and bullying in schools and homes in Indonesia. Sajiwa Foundation is a nonprofit organization focusing on child protection. After 21 years of service and business dynamics, she finally decided to leave the corporate world and dedicate her time entirely to Sajiwa Foundation. Dina plans to continue her work for children, ensuring they live with dignity and respect in nurturing and safe environments. Hi, Dina. Welcome to Revolutionary Woman. How are you tonight? Hi, Tess. It's a
1: great pleasure to be here, actually. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm doing well, and this is the eve of Idul Fitri, which is the Muslim celebration, like Christmas in your country. So tomorrow is a great uh, celebration. So yeah, it's a happy spirit here.
0: Oh my gosh, you must be so busy. (laughs) And I I, I appreciate (laughs) you coming on, you know, uh, before this holiday. Oh my goodness. Well, okay, so for, for people who don't know who you are, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into my other questions?
1: Okay, well, my name is Dina Haryana, and people call me Dina And I set up a foundation called Sejua in 2004, working on child protection uh, online and offline. What it means is that uh, we deal with the issue of bullying. That's Mm -hmm. the first issue that we dealt with in 2004. Mm -hmm. But then uh, going along, you know, um, things begin to... um, Get a bit more complicated online because we receive a lot of reports on cyberbullying and then cases on sexual exploitation online mm. and, um, you know, prostitution online involving children and what have you. Mm. So, um, that has become also um, one of the things that we've done in, in Sijuan.
0: Okay,
1: yeah, so, um But then, okay, that's the second part. Um, And then the third part that we do is also in, uh, you know, building the spirit of tolerance. Mm. Because in our country, uh, mostly we are Muslim people here. And we don't want to sort of feel that uh, the, the minority group, you know, have to feel like they are um discriminated Mm. and children need to be out of that kind of um influence if Mm. you see what i mean um so we we really have to bring parents to be um you know because our country is is you know believing in diversity Mm -hmm. you know um so from the very beginning of our independence, that's the spirit that we have. But lately, I think the radical group has brought something else, you know. And and they have also we we believe that there is quite a lot of influence in children through mm-hmm. schools and all of that that um, have sort of corrupted children's mind and so that's also a part of it that we are doing in in sujiwa trying to you know help parents to be aware of um having their children to um to be tolerant to be respectful and empathic towards other people yeah so those three things that we do anti-bullying uh and then um protection of children online, Mm -hmm. as well as uh, bringing tolerance. Wow.
0: Thank you for that. Um, But I'd like to go back. So you grew up in the central province of Java, Indonesia. Um, Can you tell Mm -hmm. me a little bit about your childhood?
1: Yes. Yeah, I was born in Madiun, which is in uh, East Java, actually. Um, And only at the age of five, I had to... um, to move to Jakarta
0: mm-hmm.
1: because uh, my father died and my mom, I, I was, I'm, I'm the youngest in the family and my mom wanted me to have better education. Mm-hmm. So my eldest sister um, brought me to Jakarta with her family and she had one child at that time. And um, so with the husband and, and myself and child, I was in Jakarta and so um, from then on, You know, I grew up in Jakarta, and um, yeah, life was not very good at the time Mm -hmm. um, because I was not very happy in my childhood.
0: Mm. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, so I I actually read that you had experienced um, domestic violence growing up, and one of the things that struck me was I was reading that um in, I mean you know you were um, while you were, while you did really well in school, you know um, but as a young girl in school, you used to rely on on other students for meals in school what did what did that mean? I mean what do you mean by that?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, unfortunately, the attention that my family you know my not, not really my, my mom, but really my, my sister's family,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, their attention to me was not really full, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like the need that I needed to be fulfilled was not really mm-hmm. fulfilled properly. Mm-hmm. And so um, that included, you know, sometimes being hungry at school, mm-hmm. not having a meal, to fulfill that and our schools are not like in the united states in which you have canteen and you can you know the canteen provide food for children but children have to bring either their own food from home Mm -hmm. or they buy something around the school Mm -hmm. and um i i was not you know um fulfilled in, in terms of um, money or um, bringing food from home. Mm. So, yeah, my friends were, were very kind to me. Mm. <laughs> Those who brought food or they had the money, they knew that I didn't have anything. Wow. So they shared some of, of their food with me or, you know, yeah, they bought something for me. So it's it's it was not very... Um, Pleasant as a child because i lived with some kind of embarrassment if you see what i mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: um yeah i didn't want to ask you know such thing from from other children no it was really not not on with me mm-hmm. however having to receive all the time and not having the opportunity to give mm-hmm. that was that was not really you know nice for me And that was just one thing. But also at home, there was quite a lot of um, pressure that I had to um, serve as, um, I don't know, like a helper around the house. And I was very very young at the time. Mm -hmm. So by the age of 12, I remember I had to cook for the family. I had to really clean up the house. And, you know, uh, my study was, my school was at 1 o'clock p.m. And in the morning, I was just busy doing the house chores. Wow. And including, you know, some a bit of shopping around the house mm-hmm. for uh, food and stuff like that. I mean, for vegetables and stuff to be cooked. So it was too much of a responsibility as, as a child that
0: I didn't feel being a child, if yeah. you see what I mean. I didn't have, yeah, yeah. You were, and you so, were basically like you were basically treated like an adult at 12 years old
1: yeah yeah and so and I was discriminated from from their other children they had two children oh, wow. and so um, yeah it's like a feeling of, that I was always marginalized <laughs> oh, wow. from the rest of the family mm-hmm. um, but I had very strong spirit very very luckily, like um, my teachers loved me because mm. I was not bad at school. Mm-hmm. And I always, you know, got either uh, the first or second or third best students in the class always. Oh. And um, that helped me to be, you know, sort of, um, I had the self-esteem because of that. That's awesome. Yeah, And
0: that's, that's. I, I guess that's how you were able to... I guess endure what was going on at home. Um, I mean, despite your family situation, you did really well in school, and you were, from what I read, you were awarded a one-year exchange student program um, through study abroad scholarship in the states. But w- where did you wind? Yes. Why did, where did you wind up, and how was that experience for you?
1: Yeah, it was a turning point in my life, actually. Mm. So. Um, I studied um, in in high school at the time, Mm -hmm. and um, my friends said, okay, come on, let's register for this exchange student program called AFS at that time, American Field Service.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so American students go to other countries, Mm -hmm. and and we go to America. And so... um, yeah, I was very attracted to that because since I was a child, I dreamt of going around the world and, mm. <laughs> you know, see other countries and being able to speak English or other uh, languages and, you know, be uh, being able to really see what the world is like mm. and all that. Mm. So, yeah, I, when I heard that I registered and thank God throughout all the tests, there were a series of tests Really, um, yeah, hmm. I, I'm happy to say I, I was accepted as one of the 18 students out of how many thousands of students around Indonesia at wow. that time. That's amazing. To- had to go to America as a foreign exchange student mm-hmm. and I went to Delaware in the States mm-hmm. and it was in Georgetown mm-hmm. and I had a wonderful family, um, Mr. and Mrs. Messick with, with three children and dad, my American dad was a, a lawyer
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, mom was actually a psychologist but She gave up, you know, her job for being um, a mom, basically, Mm. and she was a wonderful mom. And she really was like a role model for me Mm. as a mom because I never knew what a real mother was like. (laughs) And so it was like, you know, um, giving a hug, a praise. Mm -hmm. Um, you know a tap on your shoulders saying well done Dina and you know Mm -hmm. great job and you're such a good daughter and whatever Mm -hmm. you know so she was the one that really I learned a lot I felt like if I you know if I have the means or the opportunity Mm -hmm. to share to other people about what a good family was Mm-hmm. It would be that American family, and then what kind of mom mm-hmm. would be perfect? And she was the one. And I really brought her her uh, way of of approaching us, communicating with us, educating us. Deep down in my mind, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in my heart, mm-hmm. and she was like a person that really, you know, turned my life. Around, wow. you know, and so it's like yes, I have to continue my life, and I had a, a goal that I had to become an educator,
0: mm. and that
1: um, you know, uh, parent parenting
0: should be you know something that, that I should uh, work on. Wow, and so yeah, so I so yeah, know, it, it's that's interesting because you know, obviously, you know, whatever you. Um, were not receiving from your own family. You received from your exchange family, which, was, which is pretty incredible. Um, and it made it actually, I guess, it really made an impact on you. I mean, that's, pre- that's pretty amazing. Um, and I read that after high school, you decided to pursue a career in teaching. So you studied um, English language teaching at the State University of Jakarta, in your but in, yes. your but in your second year of college you developed a parenting pyramid that was inspired by your foster mother in the states mm-hmm. um can can, yes, you sure tell, can you tell me a little bit about that um, i mean that's interesting mm-hmm. you know i mean you weren't even out of college yet and you already um developed something that would be you know that would be applicable to hopefully applicable to um, parenting model. So what was that about?
1: Yeah, actually, she was a living
0: role model to mm. me. That's amazing.
1: And what? I learned uh, psychology in my study. And, you know, during my university study, I learned a lot of psychology. And, you know, every time I read something about parenting, Mm-hmm. Then my mom, you know, came up with, you know, all the, uh, the living examples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, so the pyramid that I made was really like, um, uh, what do you call that? A substance mm-hmm. that I learned from her as a living role model, plus all the theories that I learned from uh, the university. Mm-hmm. And so um, I believe in this role modeling uh, value as the first one in the,
0: in the, uh, pyramid that, so, um, it, so is that what mm-hmm. inspired you to create Sajiwa? Is, is that? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Actually, um, yeah. And what, I brought that to Sajiwa. Uh-huh. I brought that around as well until now in, in whatever, uh, what, whatever cases that that I come through, mm-hmm. it seems like models is is very relevant, you know, how you become a role model in whatever you do and then you really need to be able to build relationship with the people that you deal with.
0: Mm.
1: And in whatever issue that you deal with, you know, if you are what you're able to build that connection, and that you really bring in the values uh, in whatever uh, service that you do, mm-hmm. you know, responsible, caring, empathy, um, whatever. You know, if you start with that and then you communicate to the person that you're dealing with, mm-hmm. with your heart. Mm-hmm. And accordingly, then, you know, whatever interaction that you 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 have with that person becomes empowering right. for both sides, right. you know. And so, and then um, you really need to bring in also the self esteem mm-hmm. that in whatever you you communicate with anybody at all, mm-hmm. especially with the children. Maintain that self-esteem, you know, mm. never uh, become emotional or, you know, out of control. Really um, trust that every problem that you have, mm-hmm. if you are calm about it, and then you you believe in the good of the others, mm.
0: and then there is a solution. That's really yeah. amazing. And and can you tell us what Sejiwa means? And what exactly yeah. is Sejiwa?
1: Yeah, Sijiwa actually um, is an abbreviation of Samai Jiwa Amini, mm-hmm. or sprouting the um, the spirit of the noble spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, disseminating, yeah, disseminating the noble spirit. So, mm-hmm. and then Sijiwa also means one soul, because I believe so much that we are connected, you know, one another, mm-hmm. you know. Human mm-hmm. being, wherever you are, we are all connected by all this respect, care, uh, love, whatever. All these values that I have, you have, everybody has. Mm-hmm. And actually, we're all connected with with this. Wow. So I believe so much. If you bring in these values wherever you go, mm-hmm. you can connect with the people. You become stijua, You become one spirit with the others. So. I've, I have traveled uh, to about, I think, uh, over 30 countries now. Mm. And I bring that jiwa with me, one spirit with other people. So I try to tune in with other people, you know, um, so try to really be one with the person I'm connecting with. Wow. And whoever they are, with whatever condition they are in, you mm-hmm. know, either they are aggressive people or people who cannot communicate. When you really bring in yourself
0: in that level, mm-hmm. then you can connect with them. So that's really that's that's interesting because I was going to ask you say, so what happens when you encounter someone who doesn't see the same way you do? the same values <laughs> you know i mean how, how yeah. do you get past that how do you make a connection then or someone who you know who has their own values and doesn't think that you know well why should i listen to your values my values are fine you know so how do you yeah. get past that yeah um i learned about
1: how to come myself because mm-hmm. i went through big trauma in my childhood mm-hmm. um I had to deal with um, sexual abuse as well. Oh, my so goodness. Uh, I had very very hard life as a child. I'm so and sorry. so I had to learn coping. Mm. And one of the things that I did was learning to be close to God in you know the way of meditating. Mm-hmm. So I search for God and um, always the meaning of why I am in this world facing such huge um, suffering, mm. you know. Um, why is it? What does it mean to me? And so I kept on asking that question through my meditation and all that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that calmed me down. So uh, I learned how, how to cope, how to deal with issues deep within me Anger deep within me, disappointment, and what you. So I went through all that. Mm-hmm. So I felt conquered all that, and I became forgiving mm-hmm. to um, those who had bad history in my life. Mm-hmm. And so, having to meet other people, I believe they are good people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if I could forgive these things, mm-hmm. this this kind of experience, and right. the people that. Yeah, so other people are, you know, far less mm. <laughs> uh, threatening to me. So I yeah. believe that people are good, basically. So uh. when people are not in in a good form, I don't really personalize this. Mm-hmm. And um, I just try to understand and listen and, and ask questions. Mm-hmm. And um, how could I help you and, and what have you? And giving time to people if they need time. So... I believe so much that that approach uh, was
0: like um, effective Wow and also I read at your that based on your research, one of the root causes of violence in Indonesia is the lack of good parenting models and Indeed. and and that's part of, is that part of the reason you created GPM, which stands for good parenting model through Sejiwa?
1: Yeah, actually. Um, yeah, aggressivity is really so um, dominant in mm. parenting in Indonesia. When I grew up, like a lot of parents believed that they needed to show aggressivity mm. in their tone of voice, in the way they um, uh, talk to children mm-hmm. because they felt that it was the way they had to discipline children.
0: Mm -hmm. you know, to
1: Mm -hmm. to implant good habits. And so um, I was one of those people, those children that had to go through that. Mm -hmm. And the same thing, even in Maluku, one of the areas in Indonesia, they believe that at the end of the the, um, um, cane, Mm -hmm. do you know sugar cane? Yeah. Oh, no. so no, not not Sorry, at the at the tip of of a cane, mm-hmm. actually there is gold. What it means is you are allowed to hit children wow. using that cane, and then even parents uh, gave the authority to children uh, to the, the teachers that they could cane their children. Wow. In the name of disciplining children in school, so in my childhood, really, uh, there's so much of that around school and around um, uh, homes, mm. and so um, I I saw deaths in school because of these uh, orientation programs wow. in which uh, senior students were allowed to discipline their junior ones, the new students, by belittling them, hitting them, punching them, whatever. And it was like the authority given by the schools to the senior ones. And, of course, they they were children as well being given such authority. Then bullying really happened and then it was out of control and uh, deaths happened and what have you. And that's why... um, I don't know why my spirit just could not take that and mm-hmm. I had to voice out that anti bullying had to happen in Indonesia. And unfortunately, the word bullying was not recognized at all in Indonesia. Really? And you know, at that time, it was not recognized. So in 2004, when I set up Sijiwa, mm-hmm just because I saw deaths in school and, and I could not tolerate that. And at that time, uh, I was consultant for many uh, companies, doing mm-hmm. uh, management, doing uh, training on uh, leadership, on team building, communication, and what have you. Mm-hmm. And then I saw deaths and it's like, okay, I have to go through this, that, you know, the training or whatever, I have to really bring it down to teachers. Mm-hmm. So I teach training programs and I began to do advocacy and campaign on anti-bullying. And I learned, you know, instantly mm-hmm. about bullying and what have you. And I had a tutor um, uh, from UK, mm-hmm. um, Mr. Andrew Meller from the anti-bullying um Resource um, in 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 Scotland, mm. and so yeah, he he really was such a big help for me, wow. and so yeah, I also asked him to come to Jakarta mm-hmm. to um yeah to wow. campaign with us, and at that time it was a big campaign basically, and the mass media was really pouring into support into our work, and they believe so much in our work, mm-hmm. so yeah that's the amazing. first few years, yeah, the first few years of my life is just like you know, very hard at that time mm-hmm. in in doing the campaign and advocacy mm-hmm. because of course um, teachers or even people in the government was, were not ready for that. They mm-hmm. felt like I brought in you know,
0: mm-hmm. um, influence from the Western countries. <laughs> right? It. Yeah, they and must have, they must have thought that like you know what? Why are you changing? you know the dynamics here when you know this is what we've this is what we know and and why do we need to change you know and but that's interesting because once you did that you know they they might have you know like you said they, they weren't it wasn't too popular then but you know I'm glad that they are seeing that you know this whatever research you did was really showing that this has to stop i mean is that where is that why you introduced um within the model of the good parenting model, the three pillars? And and what exactly are the three pillars?
1: Yeah, basically, um, yeah, first of all, I think what I experienced as a child being uh, in the suffering and um, being treated unjust by the people around me, Mm -hmm. that were supposed to really educate and guide me and, um, you know, be... Be loving to me mm-hmm. instead of abuse me in many ways, and so um, it's like that spirit of wanting to get out of that and helping other children were there. You mm-hmm. know, it's like you know, there was like an explosion of of uh, a feeling that I had to do something about this unjust injustice for children at that time. Yeah. That. Children Deserve served to really um, uh, be treated better. And fortunately, this study, uh, you know, helped me with this pillar. So these three pillars became very useful. How to help parents, because I believe so much, if you want to help children, you need to, um, to go through parents and teachers. Mm-hmm. And so that's how we did in Sijiwa. We um contacted schools and uh, through the schools, we also uh, contacted parents, and we um, basically <laughs> we we campaign on on anti-bullying around the school. And mm. yeah, there's a lot of controversy because mm. a lot of people believed in what we do, but some people, um yeah, they still felt very defensive that. That bullying is still needed to educate children. Hmm. So uh, the first few years were really pretty bad uh, for me. Uh, um, Yeah, but towards um, the the third year onwards, I felt like the the campaign by the mass media Mm -hmm. was also working as well because mass media were fantastic in doing their job. Mm. They followed. You know whatever we did basically, and um, basically, when there were cases happening, they called
0: mm-hmm. no matter
1: what time it was. And so, yeah, from wow. time to time, they voice out strong calls for um, you know good treatment towards children, and even to the bullies that people need to show uh, empathy as well because they are also the uh, victims mm-hmm. of. Bad surrounding that they had, and so um, it's a long, um, you know, way of educating the people. Mm -hmm. That that but mass media was really such a big help because Indonesia is a huge country having two hundred and seventy million of people, Mm. and we have like eighty something million children right now. Wow! So um, and then parents maybe about. Over 100 million of parents in mm-hmm. Indonesia. So you cannot cover uh, by yourself whatever you do.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm.
1: trying to help people. So what I believe in is that I need to be helped by those who have the means to to pass on the message that that I had. Mm-hmm. You know, that I want. On Indonesia. So, mass media was really like a very useful means at that time. And mm. I didn't ask them, they just saw that it was really important to campaign on um, anti bullying. Mm-hmm. And a lot of journalists. Also shared their bad experience in their childhood, therefore they were there in the struggle together. You wow. know, so a lot of journalists became my friends. Mm. <laughs> and, yeah, and so it, I guess, um, yeah, the finally the government really were listening mm. to the ideas and what have you. And yeah,
0: that's why they enacted. Um, two laws, uh, you know, or at least two of the laws relevant to children's rights, which was pretty important. Um, That's really amazing that from just your, you know, your campaign against anti-bullying and having to address all of the violence in the schools um, that were being the result of the violence they probably experienced at home because of their environment, you know, it's it's it yes. exploded. It it not exploded, but it actually made it so it became a national. Um, it it became a national issue. So that's really amazing that you were able to, you know, go from yes. having I, okay. a personal a personal campaign to become a national one. Yes,
1: indeed, and I was also um, lucky that. Um, Finally, the um, ministries as well were opening their eyes and Mm. were really willing to um, see this as an issue. Mm -hmm. And um, also I had three hearings in the, um, what do you call that, the parliament, Mm -hmm. the house of parliament. And so um, in these three hearings, obviously they could see how serious the issue was because I could explain why uh, violence could really destroy the children's spirit and even their future as well because of the trauma that they had to carry out, you know, take to carry throughout their life mm-hmm. and all that, mm-hmm. and how bad it could be, you know, in their uh, in the children's brain development and what have you. Mm. So, it, yeah, I thought that was really like, um, the whole thing that happened at that time was really like,
0: um. Yeah. It, it was it was, was overdue. I'm sure it was overdue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, meant to be. Wow. <laughs> meant to be. Uh, so yeah. um so from 2006 to to 2009, Yunsejiwa focused on having national conferences to increase public awareness on children's rights and protection and yes. to promote anti-bullying campaign. So prior to the pandemic, were these conferences well received, and did you think it was something that you needed to keep doing? Yeah,
1: well, during this pandemic yeah, by now checked. actually yeah'm I'm, I'm very lucky we are very lucky in Sijiwa that we are pretty close now with the ministries mm-hmm. and also we are working with Google right now in doing oh, parenting.
0: that's great
1: online. Yeah. So one of the curriculum that they do is on parenting as well by Google, wow. and obviously it's a great curriculum, and we support this. Mm-hmm. And so we we have become the agent to bring in this um, curriculum mm. into a practical means. To for teachers and parents in Indonesia, so we have been working on this in the past few months Mm -hmm. up to next June. So we do it online. So if you see tangkas berinternet online, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we do that
0: um,
1: regularly. Yeah, and Google support us, and we are close as well with the Ministry of um, ICT Mm -hmm. Information. Communication and technology. Mm-hmm. We are close as well with the Ministry of Education and the Ministry of Child Protection, uh, Women Empowerment, and Child Protection. So, um, I think whatever, whatever issue or whether whatever idea I have, mm-hmm. because those those people in the decision making power, you know. I have a link uh, to get in touch with them. So it's not difficult anymore for me to be in touch with them. Mm -hmm. And they also involve us as well in decision-making, also in um, trying to um, campaign on something. Mm -hmm. So you know we are we work together in a much more harmony now mm. and the government in indonesia now um, they respect the work of ngos as well unlike before ngos were seen as you know like mm. i don't know uh,
0: well, i don't know <laughs> no, <not laughs> yes.
1: they, they
0: they weren't seen as a serious organization to deal with i'm sure they weren't, they weren't <laughs> yes. seen as leg- probably like you know okay they're just doing their own thing yeah. they don't have to do anything with us they have nothing to do with us that's right Yeah.
1: yes exactly so now it's it's a different story so <clears throat> that's great we're busy now but in a much more um productive and less less uh stress and less emotional that's awesome. um you know a condition happening mm-hmm. to us. <laughs> like yes. before, it was like, oh my God, it's so tough, you know. Mm. But now it's like happy moments and, <clears throat> you know, to be heard, to be able to channel out ideas and to be able to pass on whatever. Yeah. And also we have uh, Bincang sejua, mm-hmm. which is a fine, uh, talk, Um every sunday we have this kind of it's it's in youtube actually mm-hmm. so we can we can bring in any speaker we can bring in any issue and talk about it and how to deal with it and i think uh, we also you know pass on this kind of program to the government people as well so that they can see mm-hmm. the aspiration going around um, in the people
0: and you're you're breaking um- a, old age um, cultural norms, in a way, you know, by doing that, because now the world is is really listening, you know, and and by doing so, you're making it easier, or not easier, but you're making it so children are not just invisible anymore; they're they're being seen as human, right yeah, as, as human beings and not to, yes. not to be, um, you know, not to be violated, which is so important, especially yes. since they're the future. So that's amazing. I love that's
1: that. Right. That's
0: right. It's amazing. beautiful
1: what you're saying, actually. Oh, thank <laughs> you're you. You're saying it in such a beautiful way. And I feel like it is my therapy as well. Mm. You know, it's like, um, yeah, if I could bring in, you know, some enlightenment in in the minds of the parents Mm -hmm. so that they could be loving towards their children and spend their time Mm -hmm. meaningfully and being friends with the children and and being there to be proud of what what they can do and Mm -hmm. what have you. I think that that means a lot to the children. It's like the the little voice in me, (laughs) you know, that never... I never faced
0: when I was a child. So Aww. if I can do that, it's just lovely. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so you I, I so I see that you also co-founded Child Rights Coalition, CRC Asia Asia. And so yes. what does CRC do? Yeah,
1: uh, the CRC Asia is actually Child Rights Coalition Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an NGO as well, working with a lot of NGOs across a- asian countries hmm. so yeah all these NGOs work on child rights and child protection wow. and so we we campaign on um crc uncrc which is the united nation mm-hmm. child rights convention um you know which um you know which which is like making people aware that there are four pillars that we all have to, um, what do you call that, that we have to do towards children. The first one is that children have the rights to live. Mm. The second one, that children have the rights um, um, to live and to protect and then to participate mm-hmm. and uh, to be educated, yeah, to, to develop, mm-hmm. Yeah so wow. all these are the children's rights and all of our uh, ngos uh, the ngos throughout asia mm-hmm. we work hard on 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 you know uh, campaigning on this uncrc united wow. nations child, child rights convention which brought in these four pillars and so um yeah we want parents we want uh, anybody working with children to remember that children have the rights to live, mm-hmm. the rights to uh, develop, the rights to, um, to be protected, and the right to participate. Mm-hmm. So they need to be listened to as well. Yeah. And so they you cannot know, just be an
0: object, mm-hmm. you know. And, mm-hmm. um, that's amazing. They have to, yeah.
1: So that's what we do, and CRC Asia has done a great job Mm-hmm. We started from just a few uh, organizations, but now we have developed
0: into, uh, uh, gosh, there are quite a lot of organizations <laughs> working together. That's amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. So I, I love this. I was reading, you had a quote, um, and I, I really love this, where you said, it is better to light a candle than curse the darkness. What did you mean by that? yeah.
1: Yeah, it is uh, actually, I don't know who wrote that one because mm. it's, you know, yeah, I'm not sure who wrote that, but that really brought a light in me, you know, when I read that. It's like, yeah, I faced very dark life, very, very dark life, mm-hmm. uh, very unhappy childhood. But then if I just cried and um, be depressed, mm. who would help me? Nobody mm. could help. My mom lived in a different um, place, which is like hundreds of kilometers from me. She she didn't know what happened to me. I could not tell her what happened to me. Mm. And um, nobody but myself, you know. And, and I could not tell people out there about what happened in my life. Mm-hmm. Because then uh, what happened to my family, mm. what happened to those around me who really were in the, uh, they were involved in this. Sorry to say, abuse. Mm-hmm. If you see what I mean. So if I came out and told people, what would happen to to them? Mm-hmm. You know. So I was inside this um, darkness. Mm-hmm. You know. And so having that um, that quote is like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I may not be dead because of this. Mm-hmm. I may not. Um, What do you call that? I I may not be, um, yeah, the victim of this, Mm -hmm. but I need to be the winner of this, you know, Mm -hmm. so I have to go beyond this. So I sort of struggle all the time, you know, to go through all the emotions and the hardship and what have you by showing uh, myself that, yeah, I can do something in school, you know, Mm -hmm. I still excel, you know, and my friends like me, my teachers like me, okay, people do not care in the house, Mm -hmm. but I, you know, basically I could go to America Mm -hmm. being paid, everything was paid, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I learned, um, you know, how to uh, live a happy life Mm -hmm. in America, and it's like like a taste of happiness Mm. and then going back to indonesia having a different perspective about what i should do and what have you that um basically yeah that quote really uplifted me all the way that's great yeah until now it's still um very
0: relevant wow yeah so is there someone um you would give credit to for where you are now
1: Yeah, all my teachers, mm. all my uh, meditation teachers, my teachers at school, um, I respect them all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kept on going um, to every kind of, um, what do you call that, well-being kind of schools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um you know, doing meditation, yoga, mm-hmm. um, learning about religions and what have you. And so uh, I, 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 I asked them questions tirelessly and uh, I respected all these people who have brought light into my life, you know, and yeah. always believing in me that uh, I could do something in my life.
0: That's wonderful. So do you, what are your personal goals this, besides
1: my everything, struggle, yes. Uh, now that mm-hmm. I think I, I've gone through, you know, things in my life and I've gone, if I may say now, I'm at, you know, at a time when um, I'm in the late afternoon kind of state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I still struggle, um, especially in, in terms of uh digital literacy in parents and teachers you know particularly on digital parenting mm-hmm. that's still burning in me because it's still far beyond what i would like to see you mm-hmm. know because mm-hmm. um, parents still ignore children you mm-hmm. know uh, in terms of online life mm-hmm. um, and parents are too busy they feel like um gadget are you know like Babysitter mm-hmm. to the to the children, mm-hmm. and I want this. I want them to wake up because there have been a lot of children being addicted. Mm-hmm. So that's still my struggle. Um, um, yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm not alone, mm-hmm. and so I feel like okay, I'm struggling, but I'm not like struggling the way I used to be. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's much more manageable now. That's great. And I know how to to do campaign and mm-hmm. focusing and you much better and so and i know also um i can voice out you know uh, through alliances and what have you Mm. Uh, it's just the the struggle is that we indonesia is such a huge country do you know that our um the the size population is number four in the world
0: wow i did not know that Wow!
1: Yeah, I and mean, then uh, in terms of size mm-hmm. uh, of the country, it is number thirteen, the largest size in the world. Mm. And so, yeah, having this uh, issue, and then we are scattered around the country, right. having uh, so many languages as well. You know, mm-hmm. like hundreds mm-hmm. of languages, and then belief system and what have you. And yeah. so, um. Yeah, we just have to strategize how to do this digital parenting mm-hmm. in the way that people understand and what have you. Yeah.
0: So, is is that um, are those the same goals you have for Sejiwa?
1: Sorry, can you repeat again? Please? Are
0: are those the same goals you have for Sejiwa? You know, to yes. be okay. Okay. Well, it it really does make sense because you want to be able to, you know. Uh, hopefully, like get all the um, initiatives that you've started to be able to have parents really look at it as as something that they um, they hopefully can do from home. You know, and, and it extends outside. It extends outside of their environment. That's that's really a, that's yeah. really important. Um, so, what would you tell to what would you tell the listeners, especially? young people you know what would you tell them
1: yeah well i would like um young people children to be able to be the best of themselves
0: Mm. you know
1: to bring out uh, great confidence um being innovative imaginative Mm. and you know and the world is in their hands Mm -hmm. they have the means to do it you know however how to be able to come out in such a winning spirit, in such a winning victory, is really by having great parents who do great parenting and and how to really maintain the children's self-esteem and be there for the children throughout, you know, mm-hmm. and, and believing in the children that they, they have grown Great potential you know in mm. this world and you know especially in this digital world be there always as their friends Protecting them, that uh, guiding them, mm-hmm. and also making sure that the screen time, and um, the parent, um, what is it, parental control, and um, you know whatever children see online and what have you, mm-hmm. pe- uh, parents need to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. not as a police, no, but really, as um, as really parents to mm-hmm. know that, yes are dangerous as well online but be there for children to be able to use the digital world in a very responsible way and so yeah children need the parents help therefore parents also need digital literacy you
0: know Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. and you're right yes you're so right so um if anyone wanted to know more about sejiwa how would they go about it
1: yeah, we do have our, uh, we are on Instagram, mm-hmm. we are on Facebook, we are on Twitter. Yeah, basically, um, yeah, we can be contacted through whatever means that your listeners have. Mm-hmm. And I would appreciate, you know, any kind of interaction because it's a good way of uh, sharing.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's so important. I totally agree. Um so is there anything you haven't done yet that you would like to do?
1: Yeah. Um I think I need to listen to my my needs as well. Mm. <laughs> uh I need to learn how how to do vacation. <laughs> yeah. I I do meditation and what other courses and um I continue doing that Mm -hmm. and much more than before. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically I need to slow down a bit and to be able to enjoy that.
0: Yeah. I deserve it. (laughs) Yeah. No, my goodness. Yes, for sure.
1: I didn't have time before. I always thought about, you know, what can I do in terms of this? And it's like, even at night I I had to do things as well. It's Mm. just like, yeah, I, I always felt like, okay, my time is so limited. I need to do this because something else might come tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. I had, you know, so I could not relax. Mm. But now I feel like, yeah. Yeah, you actually dinner you can I'm sorry. Yeah, I can travel, I can do whatever.
0: <laughs> That's great. Yeah, and you definitely need to take care of yourself, you know, because yeah. in order to take care of others you have to take care of yourself first. That's so indeed, needed. Indeed. Um so if you had if you had one thing to change that you wish you had done years ago what would it be Yeah one thing is you know I have one daughter
1: mm-hmm. and during her growing I spent too much time working
0: mm. you know
1: it's like her priorities okay of course I realize about parenting that I gave you know, uh, the best I could, but I wish I had had enough t- or more time for her mm. to be able to do the best that I could have done, you know? Mm-hmm. And so if I could reverse the, the clock, the time, then possibly, um, yeah, I could spend more time with her, Aww. and now she's twenty-seven. Of course, um, yeah, it's fine. I mean, she has grown fine, mm-hmm. and she's working you now. She's a happy daughter. Mm-hmm. However, you know, deep down inside, you know, I
0: wish I could have done much better, you know, Aww. towards her. Yeah, but yeah, but now you can actually have the time to do it. You know, if you take the time to yourself, yeah. you know, you'll be able to have the time yeah. to spend with her. So my last question. Yeah, last. Very busy. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's very busy, now. Well, just <laughs> no. l- well, so are you. You know, you're both very busy. But yeah. you know, I'm I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, you'll find the time once you decide to do that. That would be that would be amazing if you could spend more time yeah. with her. As you said, yeah. and so. Yeah. Well, tomorrow she's coming.
1: So. Oh, that's I awesome! Will enjoy.
0: That's great. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, so I will my, my, do the uh, best my my last question is what would you tell your younger self what would I tell my younger self yes if you could go my back in time self. yes
1: right ah oh. well done Dina <laughs> <laughs> you've done a great job you know and uh, it was amazing what, you, what I had done you know and mm. I, I don't know how I had gone through all that mm. you know because uh um, I can see people could be so traumatized and difficult to find ways to get out of such difficulties. And I I believe in God. I guess God had, had guided me, you know, mm-hmm. throughout my life. And mm-hmm. um, I guess, yeah, I
0: mm-hmm. thank God as
1: well that, you know,
0: whatever happened in me, it was meant to be. And... Yeah, wow. that's that. <laughs> wow, I so appreciate it. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. And um, thank you. Ms. Oh my gosh, and I learned so much um, about um, about Tsejiwa and Indonesia. And you know, it, it's it's really interesting when I speak with women from different parts of the world, because there are things that I never knew about, which is, and it's always good to learn new things. So I, I so appreciate everything that you've said. And I look forward to, you know, I'm sure you're going to have more initiatives <laughs> coming up. So I, I would love to have you back, you know, once you, uh, you know, once there's more things that you're doing, you're doing for um, Indonesia and the education system. And I, I really um, appreciate all the work that you're doing for children especially, so thank you so much Tess thank you so much and um, yeah I hope
1: we can talk again soon oh we will and yes, um, for yeah, sure. what you do is also very good that you talk about women mm. and you you know bring the means for women to voice out there. Their achievements, their concerns, their solutions, ideas, what have you. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great job that you do. Thank, Thank you so much
0: for what you've done as well. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I, 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 am so, I'm so honored to have you, and I really appreciate the time that you uh, spent with me. Um, have a good one, and have a good day, and oh, have fun tomorrow, and uh, I Thank hope you. you have a lot of fun with your daughter tomorrow. All right, have a good evening. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, bye-bye Tess Bye-bye Thank you That's our show for today I've posted more information about Dina Haryana on Revwoman.com Thank you for listening and I hope you'll tune in every Thursday for another episode of Revolutionary Woman You can listen to Revolutionary Women on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast Just a little note I've launched a Patreon account to support the show. All proceeds will go to producing and editing the episodes to give my poor husband a break for being my personal IT and production department. He wrote this. The address is patreon.com slash revwoman.